Welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm your host and the mentor to creatives, Kate Adamo. I created this podcast to share about the challenges in my life that led me to running a proactive and sustainable business on my terms. I've always been guided by my intuition and what feels right, and I've never done what they say you should do. I've always done it my way and with authenticity. We'll talk life, health, boundaries, business, brand, finances, worth, and everything in between. Because when we get clear on the foundations and value ourselves, we create not only a sustainable business, but a life that flows. And I want that for you. Thank you for being here. It means the world to me. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Life and Business in Flow. I can't actually believe that it's up to 10 episodes since I launched in May and I'm very grateful for the feedback this little podcast has received to date. So thank you to all of you who are liking, sharing, reviewing, rating, all the things. So thank you. I'm very, very grateful. And as I said in an earlier episode, this podcast is has been created to, I guess, share a lot of my story in business, share some of my clients' stories, and just share some of the realities of running a small business and the challenges that you face and the impact that it can actually have on your life as well. Because, you know, what happens in our business absolutely flows into our life and what happens in our life flows into our business. So... I'm here to, I guess, kind of unpack that and find the simplest, most streamlined way to run a business. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about something that I know a lot of my clients are going through right now and probably even myself a little bit, and that's growing pains in your business. And by growing pains, that can be in all different areas, but the main one that I want to chat about today is hiring and support in your business. It's honestly one of the most challenging areas in business. And one of the most challenging things that I see with my clients is when do I actually hire When do I take that person on? How do I even find them? You know, how does this work? How do I even have time to train them? And it's one of those things where I find people putting off support for way longer than they should have and just try and wear all of the hats and try and take care of absolutely everything. And that just leads to burnout and it doesn't lead to your best customer experience. It doesn't lead to you living a healthy, fulfilled life as well. It just makes you stressed, depleted, you know, not spending enough time with your family if you have children and really not spending enough time on your own self-care. And so for me personally, I hired my first virtual assistant. It would have been two years into my business. And I honestly think it was probably about six months later than I should have because things start growing very quickly. Systems and processes need to be put into place very quickly. And sometimes it's really hard to figure out how to do those by yourself. And if you're someone that is a little technologically, see, I can't even say it, technologically challenged like me, you, you know where I'm coming from. And it's just, you know, you need that support and that extra person to be able to hold your hand through the setting up of some of those processes and really refining the business. So I hired my first assistant, well, it will be coming up to to two years now since I've had a virtual assistant in my business. And I've just seen that one support person actually wasn't enough. And a couple of years in, I've now had to stretch and grow again to having an online business manager and a virtual assistant. And this came about, I guess, it wasn't planned, (laughs) I guess. And I ended the relationship with my first assistant in July and took someone else on. They turned out to not be the right fit and we're only in my business for a few weeks, thankfully. And then I hired a new assistant and she was amazing. But the one thing I noticed was I really need to train her. I need to spend the time to train her. And I don't know all of the things that she needs to know, especially with my CRM and my onboarding process, which is you know quite an intricate system the way mine's been set up. 
And this led me to reaching out to my original assistant who is brilliant at some of the higher level things in business, but maybe wasn't, you know, the right fit for some of the day-to-day pieces. So I've ended up hiring my original assistant back and I now have an online business manager who is taking care of all of the high level things like the standard operating procedures, the website, any launches or any things that are coming up in the future, training my current VA, just going through and refining all of my systems in Dropbox and Asana and you know it's those little annoying things like when we set things up in our business it might be in our personal Google account now it needs to be in a business one because as the business expands you need to change systems and I might need to change to Outlook or a Gmail based program because what I had was supportive for me and maybe one person but definitely not three. So, you know, it's all of these things that I call the growing pains in business. And from my own experience, it's really taught me as much as I'm clear on the foundations in business and I'm really, you know, comfortable with my client process, which can always be refined, but I'm comfortable with that and my brand and I know my numbers and how to take care of myself and create structure and all those things. I realized for me that the weakness in my business was actually my own internal process and process is something I'm very passionate about, which, you know, I guess that's led to a little bit of frustration in real realizing that I had sort of left myself open there and maybe wasn't, you know, as organized or as planned in that area. And I think that this is something that a lot of my clients and, and, you know, people in business will resonate with. It's that, you know, we take someone on, but then how do we train them? How do we have time to train them? And what happens if they leave and what happens to that next person? Well, my online business manager is now working with me to create a standard operating procedure, which, you know, is about as boring as it comes, but is going to be one of the most important parts of my business going forward as I look to grow. And this year, between now and say the 1st of December, it's all about refining my business, getting the back end set up perfectly to be able to allow for growth and some other really fun things next year, should we be allowed to travel. So the standard operating procedure is something that I think every business owner needs to have. And, you know, really look at how do I do things? How do I do my emails? What's our booking process? How do you handle the emails? You know, what happens when a client says this? Like there's there's many different levels and layers of things depending on your business. And on top of that, even if you're bringing people into your business that are just contractors or freelance, they still have to have some sort of a position description and an understanding of exactly what is required for their role and even maybe some KPIs and what's really important. It's really hard. I think bringing on that first employees is tricky, but the second is probably even harder. So when you bring on sometimes your first employee, it's great. You're loving it. You're wrapped to have support. It's such a wonderful experience. There's a load off and, you know, everything just feels so much better. Not until that person goes to leave, do you realize that there's some challenges in your business because you haven't probably mapped out all of the things they do, everything they take care of. And more importantly, where are your passwords saved? Are you using LastPass? Have you got everything in there? Because it's one of the most frustrating, time-consuming things is lost and forgotten passwords. So if I can, if you take one thing from today, it's please set up a password protection software where everything is housed in the one place. Yeah. So I guess there's been a lot of learnings and a number of my clients are hiring at the moment. So this is something that I just want you to really think about. And if you're in lockdown at the moment and you're wanting to hire someone coming out of lockdown on the other side of this, because you know, things are going to get a little bit crazy, which I know I've seen this. A lot of my clients are posting ads at the moment on on Instagram. They're looking for support. Now is the time to really buckle down and write out a little bit of a job description for your potential employee or contractor. Get really clear on what you want 
from them, what you expect from them, get clear on, you know, your pay rates and how you're going to bring them into the business, whether it's freelance or part-time or whatnot. And I suggest contacting someone that's a HR specialist and getting the right support and having, you know, staff expectations, having contracts signed, things around copying or, or reusing of your, you know, items or brands or the way you do things, your operating systems. I think that's going to be something that's incredibly important and just mapping out how you do things in your business, because the time that you spend now on that is going to save you so much time in the future. Sure, you're going to have lots of questions and sure, you're going to have to put in the time and the hours, but the more time that you spend in the onboarding and the training and having the material there for your employee or contractor to read, the better that you will be. And especially if you already have staff and you're looking to grow again and hire a couple more, I think it's going to be really, really important that you take that on now and bring that into your business. Because I know I've worked with a lot of my clients on their actual client process, and that's really important. But I think for a lot of people, there's a number of gaps and it is something that's very time consuming and it is, you know, where do I start? And it feels like it's a lot of wasted time to go back and do this now. But as I said, I encourage you, if you have the time and the space, now's the time to be preparing for the future and allowing for the foundations of your business to be stabilized in order to grow. So hopefully you'll find that helpful. That's just a little bit of my experience. And I'm happy, you know, to share any more. If anyone wants to reach out, email, DM, whatnot, I'm always happy to to chat, to share, to help, because it is a really, it's a really challenging part of your business. And it's a part that can leave you feeling a little bit exposed and raw. If you bring the wrong people into your business, don't sort of background check enough and don't train them. And And one thing I would say is always, always, always go with your gut on who you're bringing into your business. And if something doesn't feel right, don't let them into your business because your gut never lets you down. You need to listen to your intuition. You need to really take the time and the space when you're bringing people into your business because it can be hard to extract them, especially if they're full time. And, you know, negative behaviors and mindsets and all sorts of things that I've heard from, you know, from my clients of of challenges they've had with their staff. It can be really hard to remove these people if if they're not the right fit. So hopefully that helps. I would love to hear your thoughts, any challenges that you've had, any horror stories. And, you know, I would love to hear if someone takes this on board and starts creating and operating procedures or, you know, how to work with us, how to be a part of our team documents or, you know, staff expectations, any of those things. So I guess summarizing today's episode, don't wait too long for your first hire. Don't burn yourself out. You can afford them. Just make sure you've got your foundations right and your pricing right. And which is why I'm so passionate about that. Being really confident in your pricing and having that right and your client process and all of the other foundations to be able to afford to bring someone into your business to support you to be able to grow it. You can't be the leader in your business and try and grow your business and offer all these incredible services and still be the person sending out the booking email and chasing up the invoice. It doesn't work and it won't work for a long term. It will just burn you out and there won't be the growth. And make sure when you bring those people in that they're trained and that they have all of the right equipment to be able to do their job to the best of the ability and to really be able to support you. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Please DM me on Instagram at life and business in flow or leave a review. If you could go one step further and subscribe or share today's podcast on your socials, I'd be very grateful. Until next time, take care and thank you.